You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. What'd you think? I think that was like, it felt pretty on the money. Oh, yeah. we're in the money. We okay. are in the money, like Scrooge McDuck. Swimming in it. Swimming mm-hmm. in loonies. Like, mm-hmm. could never, it could never happen. That just wouldn't happen. Yeah. That seems like a, I mean, I guess he had just gold coins. Yeah. Those yeah. are heavy and they're all stacked together. Like, if they were in some kind of gelatin or something like, like, I don't know. Because I feel like water, they just sink, right? Yeah. Or even if you filled it all up with water, it still wouldn't create any, like, distance between them but so if they were in some kind of gel maybe you could but i don't think so gold always falls to the bottom yeah yeah Yeah. that's what the pirate movies all taught me yeah yeah and that that's the whole purpose of a pirate movie Mm -hmm. is to teach you that gold uh falls to the bottom to Uh, to teach you basic science yeah (laughs) and and here i go into the intro hi everybody welcome to the podcast this is candace and jess judge a book by its cover i am cool collected candace and i am really sweaty jess welcome Mm. to the only podcast on the whole gosh darn internet where it's candace and jess a cool candace and a sweaty jess uh where we judge books on their covers we don't read Mm -hmm. the books because that takes so much time have you seen how many books are out candace when's the last time you went and took a look out there on the streets and saw how many books there are there are so many books out there there's and they're making more every day it's true insane it's insanity yeah man Mm -hmm. anyways we don't read books these books Mm -mm. we read some books and then we tell you what the book's all about that's how we do Yep, mm-hmm. and that will do it forever. So, and that's what we'll do forever. That sounds like <laughs> fun. That's a good plan, Jess. Mm-hmm. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. Why, why are you so cool? Well, you know, first of all, I've got the blinds kind of pulled down in my podcast basement, and I've got a cool breeze coming through. Like, it's warm in here. Like, I got some rosy cheeks, but I am not in the kind of position that you're in. So that's where I went with that, as I feel like I'm cooler than you. So that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what i mean yeah. so i thought i could say that i'm still warm oh okay okay yeah uh yeah i hear you and too- jess why are you so hot uh it's the i'm sitting in the sun i can't avoid it i got the blinds down yeah but it's still like i felt like it's just like when you t- when you were talking about how cool you were i felt a gentle breeze breeze into me and it was very nice and refreshing Oh, good. That oh. was me sending it over. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so. Yeah, we're in a heat wave. And when the government has to issue a heat warning for 30 degrees, it's a sad time. Like, I just kind of thought that's what summer was. Um, I guess not. This is the hottest we've gotten so far. So I yeah. hope wherever you are, you're staying cool. The weather isn't uh, threatening you in any way. I don't want you to be threatened by the weather. And yeah, that you're having a really uh, A plus afternoon, mm-hmm. morning, noon, night. Yeah, whatever time it is. Exactly. When it, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So today <sighs> is kind of a fan episode, isn't it? Because we have we have wrangled up some 
some really good content here that is all from you guys. So that's yeah. really awesome. You guys helped make this episode. Thank so you. that's super cool because we don't know what we don't always want to do all the work. Yeah, exactly. Like we really got to share it here. Mm hmm. Oh, Whew. okay. Yeah, Jess is Hold so on. hot. Yeah, towel off, buddy. That's how we do this. <sighs> this is. I was literally in the sun for like five minutes. No, I I know yeah. you are you are you are a hot guy. You get yeah. hot. I power walked to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and then to the pharmacy, and then power walked back here. And apparently, that was enough to like. That's too much. Light all of my blood on fire. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, well let's should. Are we digging right into that? I guess so. Unless there's any, okay. is there anything else? Are we going to just like, this will be the most succinct and quick and to the point episode that we've ever done. I have a feeling even if we get right to it, that still won't be true. So we yeah. might as well. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's start it off. Okay. You know what? We've been in, trying to introduce, integrate some new bits into the show. Little pieces, little things to break up the bits of randomness with more. The judgments. Bits of specific randomness. Yes. So, one such bit is, that's a powerful look. Powerful look. Powerful look. look. Do we have a, did we have a theme song for that? There we go. That was the theme song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's a powerful look. This, this powerful. So, this powerful look is brought to you today. Wait a minute. I think I had a different word. Yeah, no. Submitted. This powerful look was submitted by Ray, my girlfriend. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. She's out there. She's got two eyes. They're on people. Mm-hmm. They're on you all. She's she, She's got her eyes to the ground and looking at the people, scoping out those looks with mm-hmm. both her eyes, checking them out, writing them down, and not to mention going through the proper channels, which is sending them to the Candace and Jess uh, Instagram page and chatting about it there, which is right. No special treatment. Doesn't no matter if you're treatment. dating us, you still have to write us on the Instagram. It's a very serious thing. She's it's, trying to talk about it at night. Just says, yeah. get out your phone. Yeah. Get out your phone to the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. To the Instagram. Okay. So what is this powerful? Look? So this is a powerful look. It was both Powerful and epic. This is a lot. Uh, there was not a lot of room for uh, what's that word? Paraphrasing or playing in the space. But okay, look, this was a powerful look. I freaking mm-hmm. I freaking loved this. This was great. So she was riding the bus as she does, because uh, it's an easy way to get around Vancouver. Anyway, she spotted this diamond, this gem, this treasure. She was about sixty-five to seventy years old. Not Ray. The powerful looker. <laughs> the powerful looker. Yes. So she was about 65, 70 years old, with Dolly Parton-esque bleach blonde hair pinned up. Love it already. Mm-hmm. With uh, Wearing a Canadian tuxedo. That's some double denim with flower embroidery on the jacket. Oh, I hope it was daisies. Yeah, uh, they did not. She did not say. Um, okay. Now, for though, do you, does everyone do you know what a Canadian tuxedo is, or do you want me to explain? I know what it is. For Even some of America's, our 
even America's sweetheart herself, Dolly Parton, mm-hmm. probably knows exactly what it is. But I think that you should let everybody know, Jess, what okay. the Canadian tuxedo is. I did some research and I was like, hey, I put work in and I felt that that was fun, fine to do. Fun it and was. fine. So uh, the term originated in 1951 after Bing Crosby was refused entry to a hotel in Canada. I didn't research enough to find out which hotel or okay. where or where in Canada. Um, uh, so he was, it was Windsor at a super eight. Probably. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Um, uh, so yeah, he was refused entry to a hotel in Canada due to wearing a denim top and bottoms. And then, uh, Levi Strauss and co who makes all those jeans, you know, them not personally, but they patented the little, uh, rings, you know, those little nipples that go in your jeans. So that's what Levi's, that's my bit. Levi's did that. That's where you get. That's where you get denim milk from. Exactly. Yeah. Without Levi's, there would no would not be denim milk that mm-hmm. we've all been raised on. So mm-hmm. you should be very thankful makes, for for that. It makes your bones strong and flexible, but comfortable, just like denim. Yeah, yeah. because you know before that denim was falling apart because they didn't have the the backup mm-hmm. nipples. Yeah, but you now they got do, the backup gotta do nipples. That. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Levi Strauss, for both inventing denim nipple milk and. Uh, 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 anyway, so Levi Strauss and co designed a denim tuxedo as a publicity stunt. And then I guess it just turned into that, you know, one thing led to another and boom or bada bing, bada boom. The Canadian tuxedo uh, was born. I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there we go. A little bit of history and everyone thought they weren't going to learn anything today. I'm really glad I didn't just say, I think everybody knows what it, what it is. Just, uh, we can move on. Just move right around. Like, (laughs) you would have been very disappointed by that. So, you know, I worked hard for like two minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Doing all this research. Okay. All right. So this lady, 65, Dolly Partonish, hair, um, Canadian tuxedo, flower embroidery, all caught up. There we go. So she's got bright red lipsticks, lipstick with high heeled, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's got very, very thin stick-like lips. Yeah. No, um, bright red lipstick with high-heeled shoes, like clogs, but oh so much better. This is, I'm oh quoting verbatim here. Um, and then it's like an Amsterdam style, which I'm hoping you know what that means. Of the shoe? Of the shoe, the clog. Yeah, yeah, the I The high-heeled clogs, because I took a guess at it, yeah. uh, which I wrote down. And okay. so I sort of was thinking that I think it means that her shoes had legal weed and a red light district. Yeah, I think that's yeah. exactly what that means, yeah. Jess. Yeah. yeah. And they go clip to clop to clip to clop to when you walk mm-hmm. down the street. Yeah. yeah. That seems reasonable. Anyways, that was that was the powerful look. That, that was, was powerful, man. Just being on the bus and you find you see that unicorn of a per- human being get on the bus and you're just like, you are amazing. You're living your best life. Yes, I really do feel that. And I also feel like a little jealous because I feel like if I was on the bus, I would see these powerful looks. I am not on the bus, guys. So I didn't see him. I forget to look at people sometimes on the bus. And I am on the bus a lot more. They probably appreciate it. They're like, oh. Yeah. She wanted to be seen, though. We can guarantee that. Oh, yeah. You get up there and you dress for success. And then you you get on the bus. 
You're like, why'd you come in here looking like that with your high-heeled boots and your painted-on jeans? Walking in here like a cowgirl's dream. Why'd you come in here looking like that? Mm-hmm. little dolly for you. Yeah, and then the lady looks at you and she's like, they know. And she like yeah. rubs her leg and the pants sort of wipe off. You're like, oh, scandalous. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, you could stop traffic in a gunny sack. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why'd mm-hmm. you come in here looking like that? Yeah. All right. What's the, what's Songs that floor you? That song did floor me, actually. True. I should have thought of that. What's a gunny sack? I think it's like, uh, like I thought it was like a potato sack, yeah. but I guess maybe that's something I need to research because, huh, I don't know. Is it a sack where you keep your gunny? <laughs> my many, many gunnies. It's for my lipsticks. Ah, my lipsticks. Yes, my bright red sticks. Of lips. Clack, clack, clack. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, there we go. That was the song. Uh, no, the powerful look. Um, so there we go. Um, uh, this week, I don't have any sad food options. I have like one really good food option. Okay. Sure. Can I just say it? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> My sister came to visit. I had the best weekend ever. Right on. I didn't I didn't really go into it. It was one of those weekends where I felt like I took time off for it because it was that good. And I didn't. I worked. I only had two days. Hmm. But man, did it feel like more? Yes, it did. And it was great. Yeah. But anyways, my sister's a vegan. And I kind of thought that my small town might not have a lot of options for her. But Fish on Fifth down in Sydney happened to have vegan fish and chips. Ooh. And not just like any vegan ch- fish and chips. Like they had their own style. It was a tofu with, wrapped in seaweed. Okay. That was not sad. That was not sad at all. It was beautiful and wonderful. And Fish on Fifth, thank you did so they, much for accommodating. Did they do like a beer batter? Well, I don't know that part. Okay. What kind of, what was the batter like on the outside? Was it sort of like smooth yet crunchy and golden? It looked like it. Yes. I didn't get to partake. I will be going to review this dish myself um, the next time I get a chance. So I can fill you in on that later. Sad food option would be like a plate of ice. A Mm -hmm. good, a very good food option would be like uh, vegan fish and chips. Yeah. The sad food option would be deep fried ice. Yeah, Yeah. that's fucking sad. Even beer batter. That would just be a cube of batter. Yeah, it would be. (laughs) Man, should I at Fish on Fifth and be like, you were mentioned in our podcast? Or is that like just dangerous? I don't know. I'm going to do it. All right. Do it anyways and be like, hey, the mention was we talked about how you made vegan fish and chips. And that's awesome. Also, we want to try them. Can you please mail it to me? (laughs) Can you mail me that, please? Yes. Okay, so coming up next, this one, uh, this was also submitted through, this one, next one, Songs That Floored You. Whoa, I know. Songs That Floored You, one, two, three, four. Thank That's you. That's how it goes. Thank you, Dark Nation. Um, <laughs> so this was uh, submitted through uh, the Instagram again, um, uh, and this was by Instagram user uh, Taryn T. Werf, or Taryn Twerf? Taryn, Taryn Twerf. T- 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 I, I'll, Taren Twerf. Uh, there wasn't a lot of like grammar in that. So Taren Twerf, if you're listening, yeah. we hope you are. And if we fucked Thanks, up your buddy. name, we've proven ourselves to never be good at names. And we're sorry. So we just try to pronounce it as many ways as we can. We got to get it right if we try like 500 times, right? Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So again, submit it through the Instagram. Thank you so much for, for, for playing in the space. That's co- totally cool. Um, the song. The floor space. That floored Taren Twerf. Mm-hmm. Tarrant Werf. Tarrant Werf. Yes. Is, uh, is a track by an artist called Liv. That's L-I-V. Okay. 
And the that's how only way we would know, right? Because if it's L-I-V-E, is it live? Is it live? <sighs> e, well, yeah. 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 Live, I think it's short for Olivia. Yeah. Or it's just kind of taking the middle part out. It would be like, live is like the name of, of like, if you had a sandwich and you cut the crusts off. That's a live? Yeah, that's a live. Well, you're basically saying, okay, anyways. Anyways. Livia. Livia. Live, you're taking out the O and the Ah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, track by Liv called Wings of Love. Wings of Love going on the playlist. You can hear it there. Mm -hmm. We'll have it all. I listened. Yes. I listened to a few seconds of it, and I really noticed a strumming structure that reminded me a lot of Wonderwall. I don't know. If that's true or not. If it continues. It was only a few seconds. Oh. So well, I'll see. I'll be definite. Taren Twerf. Taren Twerf. Yes. I'm going to be listening to that as soon as I can. I will listen to it. See if I end up on the floor. But no matter what, it will end up on the playlist. Yes. It's going to do it. It's in. It's 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 in like Flint. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I asked the necessary questions to Taren Twerf, uh, which they responded saying that. Uh, This was sent to them by a woman that they liked uh, whilst on the grass, Um, to which I asked, and they said, go ahead and fill in the blanks, or no, there's a different word. Elaborate, embellish. That was the word. Embellish. Yes, indeed. Giving giving us keys to the story car. Never do that. Nah. Well, look, you got to put some boundaries in. If not, then, uh, well... Here we are. Um, You'll end up like that lady with the poor sausage that ended up taking up like half the episode. Oh, yeah. We really, we really didn't put that sausage down. I'm sorry, Jess. Am I doing a little bit of derailing there? No, that's all good. <laughs> Get back to it, brother. Eh, eh. Anyway, so, they, so the song, Woman by the Lake there, something like that. Whilst on the grass, my first question was, okay, is it all right if Candace and I tell a huge story about a drug-fueled romp that gets you to this song? And to which they responded, it wasn't that, um, it wasn't a euphemism for doing drugs. No, it they was, were just on the grass. Yeah, they were on, on, on grass, which is the floor of the world. Mm, yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true. It is still the floor. Yeah. Um, it's Earth's floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That's just like, I mean, you got your house floor which sometimes yeah. has multiple levels, all that kind of stuff. It's not like yeah. the floor, well, the floor does technically end, but it's still like the same ground. It's true. Yeah. You just have like a really, really weird carpet out there. Yeah. It's yeah. very soft, very, um, you know, it's good for growing things. It's mm-hmm. a good floor. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not entirely convinced that drugs weren't involved because it was like, well, it just, you know, saying that they were on the grass and I was like, you, there's... There is room for embellishment there. There's there's more to this story. There is definitely more to this story. So it was, they did hear this song just before, like I think it was back in March. Okay. Uh, um, Just, uh, so this is this year. So it was a fresh flooring. Oh, yes. I like a fresh flooring. Yeah, yeah. So far, see, so floor, so far (laughs) my floorings have all been kind of past floorings. Uh, Really waiting for that future flooring. A future flooring. The floor Mm -hmm. of the future. Yeah. Yeah. That will be cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Slip proof. Um, mm-hmm. Stick proof. Uh, smudge I'll tell proof. you the temperature of your toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I suppose you want me to help you paint your chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there we go. That was the songs that floored you. 
Tarrant Dwarf, thank yeah. you. Yes, thank that you was so awesome. much. Tarrant Dwarf. Tarrant Dwarf? Oh, it's Worf. Anyway. Shit. Eh, look. Fix look, it in post. It's... Now we won't. Yeah, that's us. That's us. We do really appreciate it, though. Thank oh. you. Okay. And that's, uh, I mean, that's all that I got today. Do you have any, th- do you have any songs that floored you, Candace? No, I'm saving them. Okay. I'm saving them for other times because, you know, Tarrant Dwarf's is is it is stealing the show it's yeah stealing the show. there we go we're just having it's the friends of the podcast episode of our so listeners so awesome just saying thank you to you guys so candace yes jess uh so i brought a book today i see that you brought a book today mm-hmm. and what is what is the special story about this book so, since this is a fan-fueled episode that is the best part so this book was recommend let me snag it up here this one was recommended to me by a friend of the podcast dr science buddy nick yes uh he sent this one to me uh through a uh, through technically a, a, an acceptable channel because it's just him and he can he can do that. There's the fr- yeah. there's the friendship beyond. So he sent it he sent it to uh, to to that. Um, and this is a book called Web of the City by Harlan Ellison. And it's got a beautiful wow. cover. We've got some cityscapes there. There's no other words on the book except for possibly the price. Possibly we and, can't really tell. Yeah. Two seventy-five. Okay. <laughs> so it's a city. Everyone's seen a city before. They've got all their buildings and skyscrapers scraping the sky and building around the the sky. The sky. Yeah. Yep. That's. I mean, there's not really a hell of a lot going on there, except for this particular cityscape is covered with spider webs. Sorry, I'm not home right now. Walking yeah. in the spider webs. That's a little throwback to our first episode, guys. Uh, you can find that on Spotify. Yeah, there we go. Where we... Wait, what did we do? <laughs> I think I I either sang the No Doubt song, Spider Webs, or I just talked about it. But that was the first episode, The Giver, and um, that's way back there. That's mm-hmm. in the Wayback Machine. If yep. you ever have some time and you want to and you want to do that, do it. If you don't, then just stay with us where we are. That's fine, too. Yeah. But you can get those old episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, pretty much anywhere you get mighty fine podcasts. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, go on, slip it on, see how it feels, and see how it tastes. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, he sent this book in, and uh, normally we had a rule for a while that uh, uh, we need to have a physical copy of the book to yeah, do that. Yeah, I was that. wondering about that. Well, that's the thing, is that, we, you know, during, in this time, in this day and age... Um, we're bending some rules. We're bending some rules. It's a weird time in the world, um, and, uh, you know, I don't always make it out to a place to apprehend a book, so this yeah. is appreciative appreciated that uh nick would send uh a book along to us to web of the city now again at first glance this book this story that's happening here you know i'm looking at i I think how a city has a million stories Mm -hmm. you know there's a million stories going on in the city all the time every day every hour of every day so much is happening Oh, I thought you meant like stories to the building. Like, yeah, there'd be lots of stories in total. But you mean like t- stories to tell. I'm talking about the whole city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of sometimes they're interconnected like a web 
is interconnected, yeah. you know, connected to all these other bits and pieces, all these moving parts. Very, very, very interesting. You know, to the untrained eye, uh, most most stories that are happening in the city are pretty boring. Like, there's not, mm. you know, it's not. You just be like, okay, that doesn't really. It's all insignificant, you know. But again, all those things they might be part of a bigger story, and it's that right. little piece that connects it over here. It's just a, it's just a character getting a hot dog from a vendor, but that nice. sets off a chain of events that build it into something bigger, something huger. This book on its surface is kind of like that. All of these little stories, all talking and talking and talking, all telling their own own tales, but they all weave together and are and uh, uh, just are integrated, just like woven together like a great big What's that thing? Ah, oh, dang! I should have lost my steam on that one. Woven St- together, a spider web? Not like a like a spider web, yeah. But it was like a like a basket, like a quilt. But you don't really weave a quilt. No. What? It's like a big blanket, like a um, blanket that's woven. Okay, like a like a woven blanket. I feel like there's another name for that, though, isn't there? Well, most blankets are woven. Uh, okay, fair I enough. Don't know. Well, look. Okay. <laughs> it's like one of those though it's like yeah. it's like a big picture with a bunch of little moving parts is Ex- that what you're saying exactly you totally you totally get it but here's the twist because you know what candace there's always gonna be a twist thank god for the twist. thank god for that so far we've explained this we've got this city all that kind of stuff we need to tie it a little bit together we've got this city we've got some spider webs we've got all these characters yep. all with their small stories all throughout well, let's tie it together, shall we? Well, all these characters, they're a bunch of spiders. Like I felt I feel like that was kind of like hinted at oh. before, but it's all oh. spiders living that in this sense. like a spider city, a city of spiders. Right. Yeah, that does definitely make sense. Yeah. That's probably the only way this could actually happen. Pretty much. Like imagine Cuz otherwise you'd be going around pushing the webs out of the way and then just never get to this point. Imagine if spiders became the dominant species on the planet. But, I cannot imagine that. But they yeah. developed things like clothing and, you know, like spider architecture. Yeah. But basically they followed so many parallels with like where we are at as people. Oh, yeah. So there'd be like there would be uh, a podcast out there that's Candace and Jess are spiders but they're judging books on their covers <laughs> right it would still be yeah, us but yeah. with eight legs yeah and eight, and eyes. eight eyes and yeah. we would love basically making everything into burritos and then liquefying it and drinking them through our face straws I think that sounds fucking great yeah. I don't know about you Jess but I'm okay with that yeah I don't know I think I'd, I'd like to try an all all liquid diet that wasn't just a euphemism for drinking through a weekend yeah yeah <laughs> me too yeah yeah so anyways i was trying to think of like a couple different ways that maybe if that explanation didn't quite make a lot of sense but it makes clear sense to me pal well i wrote other things down only one well other then thing. let's 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 read those <laughs> so imagine this do you remember the richard scary books no, I don't. And you know Do what? You I meant to research this because you had mentioned Richard Scary to me in the past. And I was like, okay. But I didn't know what it was. So, and I so, was like, oh, shit. Okay. Find out. Didn't this do is, that. This is as, as much as this is a fan, uh, fan-filled fan episode where the fans have spoken and they said, hey, 
we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna blow in your face and dictate what it is that you are uh listening nope that's not the word nope that's not the word either listening to today which is great so richard scary he did all these books uh-huh. like busy busy town and best word book ever and busy town seek and find and so many things this is he did all these books where it was like all the animals um, huh. He did these children children offers and, uh, uh, and books. He did over three hundred books. Okay. Yeah, I remember coming across these in in like not in high school, but uh, like elementary school. I'm actually I don't feel bad at all that I don't know who he is now. Yeah, it's just all these like animals, and they're like, oh yeah, we're doing stuff, and you're like, okay, cool, and then there's like there's the worm driving his apple car. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they've got some form of, like, infrastructure infrastructure in all of their towns. Look, they've got a milkman that's a raccoon. They've got okay. a mole that's a mailman that delivers giant mail. That's cool. Okay. Um, it looks, I'm starting to wonder if I actually do know what this is then. It looks... Okay, here's the... Th- I'm looking at a picture here. So, again, okay. there's a milkman. He's a raccoon. There is a house with a family. Never trust that. There's a house of a family of rabbits, and they're preparing some food. Uh, outside, there is a mole. It's a mailman, mail letter carrier, whatever. Um, and then there's a bear who looks like he's directing traffic. Then there's some okay. there's some firefighters, and those are both pigs. And then we, we got a couple of uh, farmers. Um in the field and they're kind of growing you know they're tilling and growing some uh uh uh, looks like corn and planting some seeds and all that kind of stuff then there's a cow yeah what's the cow doing the cow is just a cow huh that's ha 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 yeah uh you know what i totally know this busy busy town yeah the cow that as soon as you said the worm in the apple car i was like well i know this yeah that's I, but I mean, but why is it? Is there not cow people? Did they not evolve? Or they're like, no, that, we get we get milk from you, and that therefore is disturbing. Yeah, well, clearly they have a milk industry, right? Because of milkman raccoon. What the fuck? Who now that I think about it would probably be one of the best people, animals. Uh, best creatures equipped to milk cow because they got those little hands little raccoon well, hands it's interesting that we have c- come to the bottom of this because i have a rule against grabbing my phone during recording yeah but i just happened to just write richard scary cow yeah and there is many articles that r- start off with like richard scary's rules for animals owning other animals are disturbing and the cow is circled, and there's a line to the rabbit who owns him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is something here. This is definitely something that you're not the only one who's felt this way. Okay. Um, I don't like it. No. I don't like it at all. I figured it would be equality. Yeah, there's something really wrong here. Um, I'd also like to know if Richard's last name by birth was scary or if that is something that he changed because I just don't trust this man. I don't trust this. Uh, Richard McClure scary. McClure. Yeah, that's scary with two you... R's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That does yeah. help. Maybe it's scary. Maybe it's 
Yeah. Anyways, guys, I don't know how I feel about this. And I don't know how I felt about it as a child. I always felt that those uh, cartoons were boring. Yeah. Like, do you remember that? It was like, meh. I don't want to. I don't want to read that. I kind of really liked. Like, I think it was. They were like the little monster books. Yeah. That those ones are pretty dope. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of fun. My, there was a lot been, of fun things. Might have been my friend monster. I don't know. Those were some slick books. I used to have one, and it was like this. It was this children's book, and it was all of these mythical creatures, like the stamp collecting trollisk. And oh. I don't know, one called the Quandary, and it was all like tied up and like twisted and stuff. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was a great read because it was a bunch of made up shit. I don't think I really had any favorites, but that, you know, that's great. I like something mm-hmm. that's a little more fun. I don't think I liked this and I can see why now. So when I'm looking at those illustrations. They don't really do it for me. It's like the mole, the rabbit and the frog stories. The mole, the rabbit and the frog. Is that wind, like, is that wind in the willows? Yeah. Okay. For me, that just wasn't for me. Mr. Toad's Wild Wild Ride? Yeah, not no? for me. Okay. Anyway, so the reason I was bringing up Richard Scary okay. is that this book, Har- uh, Web of the City by Harlan Ellison, is essentially, it's kind of like a, a gritty retelling. Uh, it's like a Richard Scary book, but oops, it's all spiders. Oh, no. Oh, but did the no. spiders own all the other animals like is the worm guy still riding his fucking apple down there They're, that's what i want to know See, again it's a gritty retelling and it's the spider empire and they right. have they have small factions this is post scary the scary okay. world was was simple and all of that and then the spiders rose up and became the dominant species on the planet and all okay. the rest of the, the I animals. I see it happening. All the I'm rest sorry, of the animals. Got so <laughs> all the rest of the animals went into hiding, and disappeared, and just tried to stay out of the spider's way because they didn't want to get wrapped up into a little web burrito and then drank. Drunk. Yeah. Another thing. Another thing I can kind of picture in this world too is that the spiders would probably start on high. So I feel like they would have their silky meshes all the way to the ground from the top of the skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. But then there may be like a little world underneath that perhaps could exist or above. And I don't want to live in either of those worlds. The above world, at least you could jump into the, the web. Like me, I'd probably be tough enough to get out. Mm-hmm. But not the worm. No, he has no arms. That's true. Um. Yeah, you know, I like this silky little world, especially if I am a spider, because then it's easy to get around. We're all happy. I don't. I this s- is dark. This is dark, Jess. This is I don't a dark know. Book. They can't all be magical, busy, busy towns. No, it's true. This mm. is a busy, busy town, but it's been very, very sequestered. We're having a really good time with words today. Yeah. It's been suppressed. Suppressed by uh, there's these, oppression. These yeah, mm-hmm. there's some there's some trouble there. Well, thank you, Nick. Um, that yeah. Doctor Science, that was a great book cover. Can I tell you um, a secret there, Candace? What's that? It's about this book. Well, Nick did one thing that I've wanted to do for a very long time. He's actually read this book. No. Oh. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, he sent me two covers of okay. this book. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm going to do another judgment right now. I say that oh, in the I future, in the future, at some point, we are going to revisit Harlan. What was it? 
Harlan Ellison's Web of the City. Great. Yes, indeed. Let's see. Let's see where that takes mm-hmm. us because this cover makes me a little worried. Uh, Richard Scarry makes me a little worried. Um, but Dr. Nick, or Dr. Nick, <laughs> hi, everybody. He makes me happy. Dr. Science makes me happy. So that's great. Yeah. That he does. And thank you so much, Nick. Um, honestly, the one thing that I keep coming back to with this cover and talking about the Oops All Spiders Richard Scary book um, is I can't stop thinking about spider fashion. Yeah. Like, I think that be they would be, quite... yeah, they'd be good at weaving and like doing all that kind of stuff. I don't know if it would totally. be, I don't know if it'd be like an out of their butt kind of thing. Totally would be. Yeah. And it'd be very soft. I think it'd be very mm-hmm. soft uh, clothing. Made by spiders for spiders, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Can you imagine a spider in like a three-piece suit? Mm. Look, he's got if his little the... jacket on. Oh, jacket on, jacket off. Yeah. I guess if the jacket, yes, I wasn't thinking about the jacket. I was thinking that the third piece would be like a bow tie. Yeah. Or like, can you imagine a spider in uh, in a dress shirt with all his legs? <laughs> some of his Aww. legs <laughs> and maybe the girls would get like eyelash extensions mm-hmm. but it would just they be would s- have so many <laughs> yeah it would be crazy it'd be like and they'd be soft too mm-hmm. <laughs> cutting through okay. the air with every blink it's adorable and you know what i'm okay you know i'm okay with spider world i'm just not okay with richard scary or uh, richard scary or whatever it is that's true all right, Jess. So are you ready for me to ask you a few questions I about this book? I was born ready. Are you sure? Is there anything else you want to tell me about this book? You don't want to mention the gargoyle? You don't want to mention... No? Okay. Nope. We're nope. moving right We're on. We're good. Okay. So, Jess, when was this book written? This book was written in the year of our spider lord, Tarantula Jesus, mm. 19... You're all... 74. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. 1974 is a great year for Tarantula Jesus. Yes. Because Tarantula Jesus is the new black. Bow! That's a Gaga reference. You're not going to. No, know I, that didn't, one. I did not get that one. I don't know if anybody you, will. But you looked like you were having fun. So that's. The well, you know what? Part. That's that's the whole thing is. That's it. Oh, you're so warm. I'm, I'm warm. trying to send you some. Some. Uh, Cool, cool. I'm trying to share some of my coolness mm. with you. All right. So, Jess. Candace. Who is the intended audience of this publication? This uh, this book is for young adults. Well, cheers to that. Cheers. Ad- ch- just nice and quick and simple. It's for all those young adults out there that remember. Young adults. <laughs> that remember young adults. No, the, the young adults out there that remember those Richard Scary books from their youth. And they just want to really destroy all of those childhood memories with spiders. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. want to push the thought of that book out of my mind forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, so as you guys all know, Jess and I do a rating scale here on the episode's uh, end. But I kind of wanted to just change it a little bit um, just for today. As a shout out to my little sister, who I love so much and who COVID has kept away from me for far too long. So usually we we go from, you know, number one or no, number 10, right? That's the highest. 10 high. Yes. Right. 10 high. That's a noodle dish. Yeah. Noodles. Can be any noodles. Uh, We love a noodle dish, Mm -hmm. right? 
We're just there. Yeah. And at the lowest end of the spectrum, we usually say a gas station banana. Yeah. But today, Jess, if you will allow me. Okay. Which one are we changing? We're changing gas station banana. But just for today. Okay. Are we changing it? Just for today. Can I take a guess? What is it? Okay. So highest being. You know what? Let's change that too. That's going to be the, that's the vegan fish and chips. Okay. Highest is being vegan fish and chips. And the lowest is being Hitler. Ooh, no, okay. but he, yeah, that's true. That's pretty right? low. Like in a world of Hitler or fish and chips, yeah. we're putting Hitler way down. I don't want way, way, way down I don't to the minus one. I don't even want to eat Hitler. No, <laughs> nobody does. You know, I don't even want to look at his paintings or his tiny little mustache. Yeah. No, you're going to say tiny um, little hands. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. I think, I think he would have those. <laughs> I think he'd have tiny little nerd hands from tiny little nerd. I love nerds, but not Hitler nerds. Yeah. Hitler nerds are bad. Yeah. Okay. So the top is. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jess, please. Please elaborate on this. Sorry. I just keep picturing. <laughs> I just keep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's trying to like be all serious and that kind of stuff. And he's waving his arms around. But his hands are like little tiny hands. <laughs> yeah. It's like that Kristen wig where she's like, you know, like. Yeah. Got the tiny hands. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Dunice. <laughs> yeah, that's it's okay. Mm-hmm. And me. Um, <laughs> Tiny Hands. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways. Just like that. Everybody go watch Tiny Hands because <sighs> it makes everybody happy. Um, so top of the list, Fish on Fifth. Going to at you, Fish on Fifth. Mm-hmm. You were, you, there were shout outs a couple times. You've been warned. Um, so the top, you know, the seaweed wrapped, uh, tofu deep fried, beer batter, maybe. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. at the top. At the bottom is a gas station bag of pickles. Like multiple pickles? You know what? She didn't even let me taste one. Oh. I have no idea, but apparently they were really bad. Oh. And then when she told my mom, you know, I bought pickles in a bag. My mom pulled pickles in a bag out of her own fridge. Or no, it was olives in a bag, which I don't think is as bad. No, I think I've seen olives in a bag at the fan- okay. at the fancy store. A man works hard all day and mm-hmm. is subjected to soup in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, it's uh, highest fish, uh, vegan fish, lowest pickles in a bag, a Jess. A bag of pickles. See, that's the thing. I'm just, we'll, I'll give you the answer in a moment here. But I feel that a, a bag with like a single serving one pickle mm. is feels more acceptable than a bag of multiple pickles. Right, and we've discussed this on the show before yeah. because a pickle in a pouch, that's one giant pickle. Mm-hmm. And they're not always crunchy. No. Who wants a pickle the size of a forearm that's soft? Yeah, nobody does. Not me. No, not no. me. No, no. So I don't really have much information on the pickles in the bag. That's all But true. I know there was more than one. Wh- there was a couple. I think they were sliced too. Hey, so it's like a it's a bag of dill pickle chips minus the... Pot- Everything pota- good about the that. potato elements of it, and yeah, also yeah. it's filled with brine. Yeah, and you know what? If they're sweet on top of that, I hate it even more. Oh, you're not a sweet pickle enthusiast. I'm not. A, I'm not a sweet pickler. No, uh, I'm a sweet pickler. Oh, you it's, weirdo! I'm a weirdo, but it's also that's a certain place, certain strokes for different certain folks, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you want to have that. Folks like certain strokes. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. No, I get you. Okay. Now, uh, so this book here, Web of mm-hmm. Lies by 
Howard Johnson Whoever. or I don't know something like that. Who I've said it enough times. You look back. You guys remember uh, this book is well, Candace. It's actually a uh, uh, one of the most delicious wrapped up. Uh, uh, this is actually an enchilada. Oh, yeah. Yeah, an enchilada wrapped up with all the insides all good, except the insides have been purified or like pu- pulverized, liquefied, and all that, and you gotta stab it and drink it with a straw. So it's kind of like, okay. ooh, that's really good, but also, huh? Hmm. But also, huh? Yeah. Also, well, at least I'm not chewing. I was tired of doing things that, that make you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like an enchilada smoothie. There, that's my well, answer. You know what? I'm I'm here for that. I'll drink to that. Cheers, Jess. Cheers, Candace. Woo! Clink. <sighs> that's some good cranberry juice. I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, guys. Well, as you know, I hope. If you don't know, that's weird. You've been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I'm Candace, and I am Jess. Sorry, I was Oh, he's toweling. he's a hot he's a I was toweling. he's a hot man. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you know, we might have screwed up the name of this book. We might have screwed up the author's name of this book. Don't worry. We're gonna post the picture of the cover plus the name of the author to our Instagram page, to our Twitter page. Um we really appreciated getting all of this wonderful all these wonderful messages from you guys. So you can always get a hold of us on the Instagram page, which is Candace and Jess. Uh, or on Twitter, right, Jeff? Yes, you can. And that's uh, at Candace and Jess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you wanted to email us, Jess, where where would you send that email into? Well, it, the, the simplest, most straightforward way would just be to go into your email, write a majigger composer, and uh, pop into your two thing to whom you wish to send a message. And then you would do Candace and Jess at gmail.com. No spaces, no dashes, no anything in there. Um, yeah, no real magic yeah, even needed. Just Candace and Jess. Nice and simple. What are you waiting for? Yeah, go do it. Ah. Give us that five-star review if you're enjoying the show. Also, like, we've got like 80 other ones of these. So if you're ever feeling like you're missing us, because mm-hmm. we miss you when we we're away. You. We like it when you come and visit. Go check out those old episodes. They really mean a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's so much, so much good stuff. Through all through, It's an adventure I've enjoyed with it. With thrills, spills, chills, and that sponsorship from General Mills. That didn't happen. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you, General Mills. And with that, we can cue the outro music. <laughs>